this podcast was inspired by writer and researcher Stephen Kotler and his latest book, The Art of Impossible. Those who experience flow often report feeling as though they are effortlessly efforting, as if being propelled through the actions we engage enthusiastically. It's as if everything else vanishes and we start experiencing time dilation, which is a fancy way of stating that the next five hours will feel like they've only gone by in a matter of minutes. A few times a day, time slows down and seems to stop. Anyone who has experienced a traumatic event, such as a car catastrophe, is likely to have had heightened senses. Imagine a basketball player totally immersed in the game. The basket will appear as large as a hula hoop, and your facial expression muscles freeze. A frown indicates that your brain is actively processing information. Goethe invented the term by borrowing the German word Rausch, defined as joyful to the point of bursting. Flow is a topic that Nietzsche explored in his writing as well. Although William James did some research in this area, Mahali Csikszentmihalyi is widely recognized as the pioneer of flow psychology. It was the search for life's deeper meaning that fascinated Mihalyi. So he traveled all around the world to ask people about the times in their lives when they felt the most fulfilled. Flow refers to any of those moments of rad focus or absolute absorption. You are totally engrossed in what you are doing. Other things seem to fade away. Bell voice, though, is something that sportsmen frequently discuss, and it's extremely quick. You either comply with the voice's instructions or run the risk of crashing. Furthermore, the equilibrium of challenge skills is often referred to as the golden rule of effective flow. The concept here is also straightforward. When a task's difficulty is just above our capabilities, we throw ourselves wholeheartedly into it. For this reason, mastering this work requires practicing tolerance for discomfort. So you want to stretch but not snap. You may get yourself and your surroundings ready to flow by doing a few different things. Your toolbox consists of the flow triggers. 22 of them have been discovered. There are definitely far more, but so far researchers have identified 22 triggers of flow. The most basic of flow's triggers is total concentration. You need to get your work session rolling. That is, if you are able to do so physiologically. Planning ahead for 90 to 120 minutes of undistracted attention and distraction as a control practice is also recommended. You've decided to silence your phone and all of your social media notifications with iPhone software setting that is now called turning on focus. There was a study where they found that coders take 15 minutes to get back into flow after being interrupted by a knock on the door, a text alert, or anything else. If they can get back in it at all, flow only comes up when all of our attention is in the right here, right now. Another way to kind of examine flow triggers is a cluster of them that are mostly dopamine triggers. They drive focus. Their effects promote awareness, arousal, and excitement. 
Dopamine can be obtained in a variety of ways. When we are presented with something for the first time, especially when it's presented in a way that is both unfamiliar and complex, we are naturally filled with a sense of wonder. When you gaze into the night sky, you will see that there are stars in every direction. And of course, you realize that the stars you see are truly universes and that the space between them is enormous beyond your imagination. If you've ever done a crossword puzzle or sucko, you get an answer right. That small joyful rush gets you that kick of dopamine. And then boom, with typical flow, you then get a few answers in quick succession. The elevated levels of dopamine in your brain are responsible for this effect. Taking any kind of risk, whether it's physical, emotional, social, intellectual, or even spiritual, releases the same flood of dopamine in our brains. We don't acquire dopamine as a payoff for risking our lives, as was often thought. However, we now understand that this is done to inspire people to work harder. Dopamine burns motivations and source locations into our memory. Being a hunter-gatherer and finding a blackberry bush, the sweet dopamine reward from all those flavorful calories burn into your memory the motivation, the location, and the route back to that patch of blackberries. Now, there are many different intrinsic motivators, but from a motivation standpoint, there are five that are all supposed to be emergent and be built into one another to act in precise order in a specific sequence. Among all human drives, curiosity ranks the lowest, which for me is incredibly frustrating as I'm very curious. Curiosity is a great way to obtain free focus. Curiosity removes all effort from the learning process. We won't get too tired from concentrating on it. Think about how we've all fallen in love. The more attention you pay to the person you're falling in love with, the more likely are you are to develop feelings of passion. You will be sitting there and you'll keep replaying the scenes in your head that you just saw, incapable of looking away from them. That's a tremendous amount of focus for free. <laughs> now, while enthusiasm is invaluable, there is something even more powerful as a driver, a sense of mission. Everybody wants to talk about the mission as it's this great altruistic thing that the globe community can all benefit from. But from a peak performance perspective, it's very, very selfish. The system expects independence once you have a goal. We need independence to find our true calling. And when you finally break free, the system demands that one thing left that may keep you going, expertise. Acquiring the necessary abilities to accomplish one's goal constitutes mastery. One of the most remarkable aspects about being human is that every single one of us is designed for optimal performance in the zone of flow. In fact, those with the highest levels of these traits also report the highest levels of happiness and life satisfaction, which is suggesting a correlation between these factors and the experience of flow. Every one of us has untapped potential. To put it another way, inspiration is what pushes us off the couch and into the game. The best way to keep playing is to keep learning. 
because that's how we maintain our edge in terms of steering and flow. To achieve results that are incomparably greater than anyone could have hoped for, we must focus on performance. 